Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. And we are joined here with Sam Schneider from Primetime Sports Talk for another episode of Jungle Talk. Let's do it. And uh, you know, before I start, well, please subscribe if you don't subscribe. That's all we ask. And Sam, tell them where they can find all your stuff. Absolutely. And don't just subscribe. Hit that bell down there, baby. Hit the bell down there. Get them notifications. And please, please drop a comment. We always respond to our comments. Yeah, we try to go through them. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, But but thanks, Mark. Yeah. Um, I write for uh, primetimesportstalk.com. Like Mark said, you can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you or primetime sports talk at talk primetime or primetime sports talk.com. There we go. All right. So uh, Sam didn't have a chance to take part in the recap video for the Pittsburgh game. And, and I didn't get a chance, you know, I talked about having the halftime stats, but I didn't really get to them. So I just thought we'd do a quick recap and then we can get Sam's input from what was just an amazing game. I mean, Hands down, we just outplayed them in every aspect of the game. I we mean, sure did. At, at one point, we were when Burrow gets intercepted, that would have been the 10th consecutive scoring drive going back to the Vegas game. So we were on this amazing run, but that that Mike Hilton pick just sealed it. And so it, we just, like I said, it was just a beautiful thing to watch. We finally weren't sitting there biting our nails or any of that, you know, watching the game. Um, and what, what was your take? What did you want to say about the game? Just to Well, I want to lead off. Actually, I didn't even have this written down, but I wanted to lead off by saying anybody that hasn't seen the Von Bell mic'd up video um, from that game, it's excellent. Okay. And it just gives you um, that feeling of what Von Bell has brought to this team. Uh, he's fired up. He's a leader still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, I mean, he's yelling, move the chains, move mm-hmm. the chain. Every time uh, the offense got a first down, right. that's great. Um, I didn't even have that written down. Uh, I do want to say <clears throat> for the second week in a row, I was really impressed by Eli Apple. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he was one good apple again. He, that pick was great. Um, and- he got, he got, he got burnt. He got burnt twice. Right. Um, but, you know, cornerbacks get burnt. It happens. Yeah. That's that's a thing. As long as you're not getting burnt constantly, it's okay. Right. Um, and, um, you know, the obviously the, the second interception for the second week in a row is, oh. you know, just, just enormous. So if he can continue that kind of play going forward, I mean, I will take back – all the bad things I said about him. As will I. As will I. So, well, just to run through some of the stats real quickly, obviously we were two to one on time of possession. And I only printed out the first half because the second half stats, the game stats are skewed because there was a lot of junk, you know, first downs and things. But if you look at the first sure. half, where we got 31 of our 41 points. We were four for five on third down conversions. We were 20 minutes to 10 minutes on time of possession. I mean, it was just utter domination. I mean, what else can you say? You know, well, yeah, uh, I, and I and I think and I think you know, as 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 many fans as we have that will kind of dig their heels on this, it's Zach Taylor gets to be a better play caller every single yeah, week, and right. he's he's finally figuring out that in the AFC North, you got to run the ball and you've got a great running back. 
I mean, Mixon had an enormous game. He had an enormous game. Back-to-back games. He had a big game in Vegas, too. That's right. That's right. And I'll even even say uh, this week, I know we're going to jump to uh, this week shortly. Yeah. But I didn't say this week. Like, I I think – I think Joe's got to get the ball 30 times. 100%. And if if you get a chance, go to my Twitter feed. Dan Orlovsky did a breakdown of of the Bengals running game. And I tweeted that out. And it was was actually really, really good. Typically, I'm a big, you know, know, I'm not a huge fan of his. But he's gotten on board. He's been touting us for a while. But this was a really good breakdown. He shows the linemen. He shows them all sync. It's on my Twitter feed. It's got a lot of likes. Go, go look at it. It's I can't, I, I, I honestly, I can't believe you just said that because for anybody that's watching, you know, Mark and I don't usually talk about what we're going to talk about on the show right. beforehand. I also watched Orlovsky was all over ESPN for yeah. like three days in a row. I mean, yeah. literally he was walking from one studio to the next. Right. And, um, uh, I, I agree. I've never been a huge fan of his, um, but his breakdowns of Mixon were outstanding they were. and completely on point. Yeah, just completely on point. And, 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 I mean, and it really it really sounds the bell about how great Frank Pollock is, because this is stuff we weren't doing last year. And he's just got these guys and he even draws a connection. He says, well, who's the greatest offensive line coach of all time? And they answer the question. I can't remember the person's name. And then he says, well, his pupil was Frank Pollock and he starts running through, but it's just, it's, it's good stuff. So check my Twitter feed for that. That's my segue into the running game coming into this week. So we'll jump into the, uh, we'll jump into this week, just some, uh, some uh, bits of uh, news. Um, Moss, who finally, Thaddeus Moss, who finally made our active roster, is now going to miss time with an injury that occurred during warmups. During warmups. Like, oh. He pulled a hammy in warmups. Well, so, but we'll, we'll have him later on, like I said, but I was just happy he had finally gotten. Will we? I don't know if we will, Mark. No, he will. He will because he's in that inner circle. Burrow, Burrow loved him at LSU. Burrow has said, whenever I need him, I know where he's going to be. It's that kind of dependability like he feels with Chase. Thaddeus Moss is going to have a role on this team, and it'll happen later on. So, See, I, I, I disagree a little bit with that because I think Mitchell Wilcox is still going to be the special teams guy. And as long as Sample and Uzama are healthy, um, then I, I don't see Thaddeus Moss. Being we're going to see. Well, team. like you said, if they're he's, a, he, he's terrible special teams, so he's no good there either. Right. Um, so I, I you, you know. bring in the receiving threat, but I just he's in that inner circle, and and it's so like I said, it was just a shame to finally get to the active roster and then not even get to play in the Steeler game where he would it's have. It's not just a shame; it's embarrassing. That was embarrassing. Well, you know, it's stuff happens. So, and then the um, yeah, I read that we're getting Devontae the Smith back. We're getting Deontay Smith back. So that's a that's a good thing. And then I don't know what the status is on Reef and Hopkins. You had said you had heard something that Zach said at a presser on Reef because neither yeah, one of them, he, neither one yeah, of them practiced I, this week. Obviously, it's early in the week, so um, we haven't gotten a lot of uh, practice reports. But if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, you guys can let me know in the comments. Um, I believe when Zach did a presser, uh, I think yesterday, he said, 
I think Reef will be just fine. And he's a veteran, so it wouldn't be a surprise at all just to kind of give him a day off, give him an extra day to to recover. Right. And I certainly hope that's the case because, you know, as uh, you know, the offensive line is still a little fragile. It's played way better, I think, than a lot of us has, have expected it to. Um, but, you know, losing Reef at right tackle would be pretty detrimental. Right. So, um, so hopefully he's, he's just getting, you know, some veteran time to recoup from, you know, a minor injury and that he'll be back in time. Yeah. The people who didn't practice, uh, before we get into the good and the bad, and we will do that. Um, the, uh, Chris Evans didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. Trey Hopkins didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, uh, like I said, um, uh, Riley reef did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, um, Auden Tate did not practice. Mike Thomas did not practice either day. And Khalid Kareem didn't practice, but his was due to illness. So um, right. we may have him. So, um, but that that's basically the injury report. So, yeah, we're hoping can I just that say, Can I just say in general, as much as I love the guy, like I love him, why has Auden Tate not been placed on the IR by now? Uh, I don't know. Even the short know. term, even the short term right. IR, where he's only got to miss three games. What he's missed, I think, four in a row, maybe five in a row. Right. Um, one of them was a healthy scratch. This is so, huh? I, I, one of them was a healthy scratch. I know well, okay. one yeah, yeah, that, that's correct. One. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. But I mean, at this point, I mean, you know, if you're not going to use them anyway, put them in the IR bring somebody up from the practice squad that might actually help the team, even if it's on special teams. Right. I love, I love Auden Tate. Oh, I, I love him. I, I want to see him succeed. Uh, I think he's an unbelievable red zone threat, right. but why he has not been placed on the IR yet is so Cincinnati. It's so us. We're like, yeah, no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And then like, Week fourteen, we're gonna be like, yeah, he's done. <laughs> like, right. Well, after he, after he never actually comes back. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right, we're gonna get into the things we don't feel good about, things we're feeling good about. Obviously, we're playing the Chargers this week. I'm going to pre-apologize right now for any of the times I say San Diego because <laughs> chances are you're gonna get at least one or two of them. It's just how my brain goes. So I probably so I probably I know too. they're from Los Angeles. I was in their locker room when I did my SoFi Stadium tour. Those pictures are available on we, the LA Bengals fan. We've both seen games there, yeah. so so. And I um and I actually visited Witt's locker. So if you want to go to the LA Bengal fan Facebook page, those pictures are up. Um, that's deep on my Twitter feed, but you can find them right away on the Facebook page. Um, but yeah, it's uh. So we'll go through the things that we're feeling good about, not feeling good about. Um, I'll start with the with you know with the things I'm not feeling good about. And the number one thing is our history with brain fart games. I mean, this is a game we should win. We, we're talking about a team that's among the bottom of on run defense. We've just talked about how Mixon's been unbelievable. We ran all over uh, uh, Vegas. We ran all over the Steelers. Um, Mixon needs to have at least 30 touches this game. And, uh, and, but this is one of those things where we have this history. I can't get past the Jets response after the Baltimore win. So I just, that's one of the things I'm scared about. Um, and then the other thing, and this kind of plays right into it, is our lack of focus in non-divisional games. We tend to come in very focused against Baltimore. And then, oh, we have a non-divisional game we're supposed to win. 
and we don't win it. So that's my concern here because this is a critical game for wildcard tiebreaker um, and to keep us rolling. We want to get into a position to where we are going to take the number place in the division. Should Baltimore win the next few, we win the next few. We, if we beat Baltimore, we're going to be, you know, ahead on top of the North. And this is one of those games. You've got to keep the train, uh, you know, moving. Yeah, and, and and they're gonna they're gonna um, play this up in the media. Um, the Bengals and the Chargers are both gonna downplay it, but you've got two of the guys uh, that that went early as quarterbacks last season, right? Um, and they're facing off. I, I think uh, Herbert is like um, uh, I don't know twenty four touchdowns to twelve inter- or twenty four touchdowns to ten interceptions. Burrow is like 22 to uh, 22 to 12. Herbert's 24 to 10. Um, so they're, I mean, the media is going to play this up. They haven't done it yet, but they're, they're gonna like, especially on Sunday, uh, yeah. it's impossible. It's impossible not to hear some of that noise. Um, but these are two teams with these quarterbacks that can absolutely take advantage of um, a secondary you know what I mean? And our secondary has been hmm, okay. You know what I mean? Safety has right. been good. Cornerbacks, you know, Awuzie has been great. Um, everything else is kind of iffy. Chargers have the same issue. Um, Chargers started out the season uh, playing great defense, and that was their their big focus in the offseason. And um, but lately, you know, they're going loss, win, loss, win, loss. Win. They're very inconsistent and they can't shut down the run. I, if I, I don't know if they're 30 no. second or but they're one of the bottom teams in terms of shutting down the run. So we should be able to we should be able to run on that. Agreed. Um, can't, and they don't travel well. Their biggest brain farts have been on the road, including their brain fart last week in Denver. I mean, I lost money on that game. Um, I thought they'd come in and steamroll Denver. And instead, they got completely manhandled by a non-Von Miller <laughs> Denver defense. So, oh, I just, mean, uh, to, uh, to, to be fair, Denver's been shocking people all season long right i mean well not all season long but they started out kind of they are who we thought they were that idea um and then now all of a sudden they're like they decided to turn around and play well like you said even without von miller right um, which is baffling to me but uh you know once again like we always talk about um the chargers coming off a loss in division against denver and we're coming off, we're riding high off a win. Right. Man, Keep I know talking. there are guys, there are guys in the comments that rattle us every time for saying there's a trap game. They're like, we're the Bengals, we don't have trap games. I'm telling you, this is a trap game. Well, it this is, is if totally a trap game. One of the things that this team has to do is they have to learn that now that they're perceived as an up-and-coming good team they're going to get everybody's best shot. So there's nobody coming in going, oh, we're just going to roll the Bengals. I mean, maybe the Steelers did last week. I don't know. They sure didn't look like they had that. But the Steelers of the past have come in and said, and I remember Ray Lewis doing his hypes before the game when they would come into our stadium going, same old Bengals, same old Bengals. You know, and that's not the case. We're going to get everybody's best shot now. So once you're, and so um, they need to learn that one of the things you do by, elevating yourself and making yourself one of those, you know, elite teams 
is to win the games you're supposed to win. You don't look past anybody. You put this team away. You step on them early, much like we did with the Steelers. I would like to see that more often. And that's something that this team will do as they, because you've got, you have to, you can change the culture, but you also need to learn how to win. And Zach's maturing. We've said this before. The team's maturing. Well, this is another step because if we lose this week, it's going to be the same. Oh, they're going to, there we go. The inconsistent Bengals, you know, demolish the Steelers and then lose to the Chargers at home. But this is a game we should win. But if we win, um, because of how tightly knit the AFC is right now, if we win, we're in the driver's seat for the wild card. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And 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 got a shot at the division too. And Mark, I hope you don't mind, but I brought a broken record along with me. Okay. This is the fourth youngest team in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it is. I've I mean, heard that. I think this is <laughs> like the, I've heard that before. I think this is like the fifth or sixth week in a row that I've said that. Hey, it's um, it's fact. So you have to. And and so you know, I you know, games like this scare me. Um, coming off a win because I fear that um, you know we're gonna we're gonna cough it up and be a little too full of ourselves and people are moving us up in the power rankings and we're gonna start listening to it and we're gonna start believing it and everything. The only thing I will say, what I really like is being that young of a team. Um, they're fearless. Well, you know, almost to a fault, you know what I mean? Like Burroughs interceptions, Burroughs refusal to ever, you know, throw the ball out of bounds um, and 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 being aggressive on play calls of late, not early in the season, but of late um, could be a detriment. But at the same time, when you're that young and nobody expected you to do this well, being fearless is actually pretty good well i mean i picked this team to win seven games before the season we're there i had them at nine and eight so yeah but uh, you know what i mean but now now i'm looking at a lot now i'm saying nine and eight i I want 10 or 11 or 12 wins i want to win the division yeah i just want to see us remain aggressive like you said yeah i want to see us remain aggressive keep the keep the foot on the gas you know if we lose a game because um, we were too aggressive. I'll, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. Right. I would way rather my team was aggressive than super, super, super passive. Right. Well, I, you know, certain games, I think we lost because we weren't aggressive enough. I and agree. We, we, we let too much of the game get away. So um, 100%. jets, jets and uh, bears in particular. Yeah. So I need to, uh, well, let's transition into the good and I can, piggyback off what you just said one of the things that's good about this team is that they're so young they're not married to the losing culture most of these guys weren't on our team when when we were struggling at the end of the marvin lewis era so they don't have any recollection of that they're looking around going what do you mean i mean they don't that doesn't affect them at all that's why i don't think the steelers they were intimidated in either game this year with the steelers i mean most of this team doesn't remember all the games that we lost to the Steelers. Well, yeah, they just they remember re- winning the last three. That's yeah, they and, they, and they get asked about it in every press conference. Well, how do you think you're going to change this culture? And they're like, what culture? I wasn't right. even here then. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking right. about. Well, and then that also gets me to remember that I, the Joe Burrow's comments after the game, I absolutely loved. Number one, he talked about how he takes what's underneath now. That was something that he kind of had this epiphany on the bye week was I got, I fell in love with the big play 
Now I'm just going to take what the defense gives me. And he just kept, you know, moving the chains, moving the chains. And that's, that's one of the mindsets that I really like. But the thing that he said at the presser that I loved was they asked him, what did, so you've beaten the Steelers to the both times the season and swept them. What does that mean to you? And he plainly just looks in the camera, not even a grin. He goes, it means we're two and oh against the Steelers. He goes, we have bigger aspirations than beating yeah. the Steelers. And I yeah. loved that response because yeah. it showed me that he knows what the job is at hand. This wasn't about just beating a division rival. I mean, we're, they, they were just one of the speed bumps on the way to our Super Bowl or our yeah. division I, title. That's where his mind is. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, TMQB, right? That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback, um, baby. You've, you've got to feel really, really good about what Joe Burrow has said in all of his pressers. Every single one of them, he sounds, I mean, I, I don't like making comparisons to other players, but he sounds like Peyton Manning. Yeah, well, I've, said it, I've said it from he the sounds, beginning that I think he, he, sounds, like he sounds brilliant. Uh, he sounds like he knows football, both sides of it. Um, and to go back to what you were saying, you know, about uh, taking the underneath routes and maybe not hitting the uh, the the big play, you know, Jamar Chase is getting double teamed now. Um, teams are trying to take him away, even if it's not two quarterbacks. They'll run a quarterback out there, and then they'll bring the safety over the top every time to protect against it. Right. And so his stats are going to continue to tread water. If you look at his stats right now, I mean, he's on, on pace for like 1,700 yards and 16 touchdowns. Which, uh, that's absurd. He's not going to hit that. No. Because everybody is trying to take it away. But what did you see last week? T. Higgins, bam. Yeah. Um, Tyler Boyd got way yeah. more usage than he has lately, which is what we need. Hit those short ones hit the ones on the sideline to to tee and 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 make make teams pay for trying to trying right. to you know double your number one receiver take, so take what they're giving you and, and and let's not forget that burrow has always he's only played you know what 20 games so far right you know what I mean because he missed half the season last year everybody says why well, second year quarterback I'm like but he's not really Right. He's like a one plus four games year, you know, quarterback. But, he, but he's Joe Cool. So, well, but but what I'm saying is, he's still learning. Oh yeah, no, no, no. This so we we have to we have to allow that and be happy with it, and right. you can see it both in the pressers and both how he's using his receivers, and both and also how Zach is using the running game. Yeah. Well, this whole team is maturing. This reminds me a lot of the Cowboys of the nineties, because you had Jimmy Johnson transitioning from the college game, maturing as he was going and he has Aikman and he has Emmett Smith and he has Michael Irvin. Um, and they're just, you know, the whole team was growing together and we have that core. We have that similar core to where yeah, I think, you know, I think team it can be good for a long time. And I know that, I know that people don't want to, the other teams in the AFC North don't want to accept that, but this team could be good for the next, you know, decade or longer. Absolutely. Or we have It's funny you mentioned the Cowboys because I think Aikman, I, I think he started eight and 24. Yeah. No, it was I a think, bad. I, start. I think that was his win loss record. I mean, you guys can correct me, but I'm pretty sure that was close to his, his win loss record. He started eight and 24, something, something along those lines. 
but yeah, I agree. I mean, there has to be patience. I mean, I like I said earlier, in my opinion, we've won seven games. I'm already ecstatic. I'm already right. like, we're on our way. Yeah, we're well, on our I know. Way. I I know we're on our way, and I and I posted that we've arrived. I mean, we made a statement to the league that we've arrived with the last two weeks. But yeah. now I want to. I want a wild card berth at a minimum. Yeah, you're and greedy. And I want and greedy. I want a division title, not just because I have sixty dollars to win twelve hundred, but because because <laughs> I have the AFC North. Uh, you know, so uh, hey, twenty to one. Everybody laughed at me. Oh, you could just give me the sixty bucks. I'm like, you laughing now? I asked them if they wanted to cover it. They said no, so I placed it. So. But um, no, I'm I'm getting greedy now. So um, and then the other one, the other two things I have feeling good about. We talked about one: the Chargers are horrible against the run. The other thing I have is this is back-to-back road games for the Chargers, who don't play well on the road. So this is a game, even though they lost in Denver, this is still their second road game. I mean, we should be able to, uh, you know, we should be able to take advantage of that. So, like I said, everything points to us winning this game. Um, so we just got to go out there and do it. You still got to execute because if you don't, the Jets showed us. And maybe the Jet game might help us in the long run because they will learn that they're not going to – you cannot overlook anybody. There you were. Especially not, as, fourth especially, quarter especially, not how, especially not how old we are. Right. Because they're the fourth youngest team in the league, I've heard. Somebody told me that. <laughs> I I've, that? I've never heard that. So – but um, all right. Well, I've covered everything I have, so let's get. I've got. To, I, I, I've tell me got what you've I, got. I've got two things to throw in there. Um, I, I like the. Um, I really like the way the offensive line played last week. Yes. Um, it was really, really uh, thrilling that um, you know Mixon had what a uh, hundred and fifty nine yards. Something I think. like that. One sixty four. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. One ninety something as a team, but that was. Yeah. Uh, we basically ran it well on that. There was the Steve. All I've listened to all week on NFL radio is Steeler fans crying about how embarrassed they were about how easily we just ran through them. And my yeah. biggest complaint about that was the Pat Kerwin and all the different shows. They spent more time talking about what's wrong with the Steelers instead of spending time talking about what's right. Thank with you. Them. What's right with Cincinnati? You. Hey, how about saying, hey, you know what? They ran into one of the up and coming great teams. And but the whole talk has been what's wrong with Pittsburgh? What's wrong with Pittsburgh? I'm like, all right, you guys can sit there. We'll just continue to fly under, you know, all right, just keep dismissing us. Cause I think that the Bengal players see that and say, okay, all right. Yeah, and- I think we we prefer to have the chip on our shoulder. Yeah. And it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I said it to I can't even tell you how many people have said it to. Everything you watched on TV was not about the Bengals winning. It was about the Steelers losing. Losing, yeah. And what's wrong and, with Pittsburgh? What's wrong with Pittsburgh? Yeah, you know what's wrong with Pittsburgh? Got, they ran got, into us. That's what's wrong got, with Pittsburgh. Uh, the, the weakest part of our team is supposed to be the offensive line. At one point in that game, Joe Mixon was averaging over seven yards a carry. He ended with five point nine yards per carry. Right. That's that's absurd. Burrow had time to throw. I mean, we, we were just scoring at will. That is not because the Steelers suck, because, by the way, I think they're going to beat the Ravens this week. Um, that is not I do, too, the because Steelers... they're pissed, and I'm happy yeah. with that. That would be I don't, awesome. I don't, I don't think it's because the Steelers suck. I think it's because the Bengals are they're actually good. Yes. So, you know, get off it and just stop being like, oh, well, yeah, the Steelers, they're falling apart. Oh, we... 
Ben might as well retire. Well, that may be true. Well, it is true, but yeah. And, but 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 give the orange and black some credit. We never Please. get any credit for that kind of so thing. We'll, we'll just keep chugging along and uh, and make our you know make our statements on the field, which is which is what we need them to do. So, all right, do you have anything else? Do you want? Are you ready for your prediction? I got I got I got, I got one more thing, and I'll do it. I'll do it quick because I know we're getting down to the wire here. Um, I love the way the offensive line, as long as I was talking about them, neutralized T.J. Watt. They made him so frustrated. He was angry. He was mad. I think he got a personal foul out of the deal. No, you know uh, what? They didn't throw a flag. They should have. During Burrow's interception, he grabs Burrow, and he shakes him around like a rag doll. The rest standing yeah. right there, and then he picks him up and plants him on the ground, and I'm like, where's the flag? Now, Burrow played it off like, okay, it was no big deal. He was just blocking, but personally, if that was Tom Brady, every single flag would have been on the field. Uh, you would have seen six flags surrounding him. Um, of course. It's just, you know, we didn't. Six flags? Uh, like a roller coaster? Well, we had Vinovich coach uh, refing that game, and and I talked about in the recap that he that guy we do not we're zero five against the Steelers. Now we're one and five, one and five. But right. you know we he, and there was nothing he could do. Yeah, it almost seemed that OPI and stuff. I I don't like that referee at all. So I mean, I, I, I listen. I, I like I try to not complain about the refs that much because. I know that they can't see everything, but there's still five or six of them out there. Somebody has got to be watching. The ref the was standing right the there. The quarterback on a turnover for crying out The ref out was loud. standing right there. He's got Burrow. T.J. Watt has Burrow by both things here. He's shaking him around. He's got him off the ground, shaking him around like a rag doll, and then just basically plants him in the turf. And 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 uh, Jonah Williams comes over and took exception. The whole offensive right. line yeah. comes over and yeah. no flag. It's like, okay. So TJ Watt's more important to you guys than, than Burrow. Okay. I get it. it, it. So I don't expect, like I said, I don't expect much. He's one of the referees where you watch him ref and you think, Oh my gosh, he's got money on the game. That's what you think when you watch him ref. you go, the flags are just so disproportionate, but this was a game where it was out of his hands. When Mike Hilton intercepted it and ran it in, it was out of his hands. There's nothing he could do at 31. Nothing he could do about it. Yeah. Uh, You actually get the feeling. This is where you start thinking, oh my gosh, what did this guy bet the Steeler money line? I mean, that's that's what you're thinking when you're watching. So, and that's not how it's supposed to be. The only other thing I wanted to say is um, I, I, I think it's long overdue that we really, really come out and say, Trey Hendrickson is arguably the best free agent signing Bengals have had in years. Yes. Um, the, the dude is a machine. He leads the NFL or at least was tied for the lead in the NFL in overall pressures. Um, he's tied for first in the NFL in pressures that led to a turnover. Um, th- he's invaluable. And I want to put on top of that, Billy Price for B.J. Hill was highway robbery. (laughs) It was was highway robbery. It was. Highway robbery. I don't know why they couldn't figure out how to use B.J. Hill, but, I mean, at this point, he's more valuable to us than, like, D.J. Reader in the middle. 
You know what I mean? I, he's playing so he's playing very good. So they are well. collectively as a whole, as our defensive line as a whole. And I love Hendrickson. I loved how excited he was to come to us. And we were his preferred destination. People don't realize that his wife is going to school in the area. And that was why he, they want, he, this was his preferred destination to come here. So we've got him, I think on a two-year deal. I wouldn't be surprised if we extend him down the road but yeah i agree with you we have the last two years outside of trey wayans we have really spent our free agency money extremely well mike yeah. hilton was another one that was a huge ad of um, course in terms of bringing you know, in, the, they, the, the they, less the less you hear a quarterback's name the better how yeah. often do you hear somebody say mike hilton unless he's actually slapping the ball out or making an interception like he did on sunday or yeah walking and in running the end it back for a touchdown if you don't hear his name as a quarterback that's a good thing yeah well sit there and you can uh, look around at steeler fans they can look and say well that's all the times you've reworked ben roethlisberger's contract that's yep. the cap hits He's still a huge cap hit, and he will be for a year or two after he's gone. But Mike Hilton was a cap casualty, and I just I know how gratifying that in pick six before half must have been for him. That was just a thing of beauty. All right, Mark, we're talking our butts off. Let's get to predictions. You want to go first? Go for it. Yours is in yours is in writing, so I'm going to let you because mine is in writing, and I will put it in the comments. And you guys are not going to like this which is probably better than I'm going first and I'll let Mark go next. I feel like the youth of this team is going to cost us in this game. However, it does feel like Cincinnati always has a thriller on their hands. This week is no exception. I don't think it's ruining our season or anything like that, but I did take the chargers 33 to 30. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think both teams can score on the uh, opposing cornerbacks, um, the opposing secondary. Um, but I just feel like in the end, they're going to come in here. And um, I hate to say it, but I honestly think it's going to be a, a costly mistake from Joe Burrow uh, in the fourth quarter that that screws us over. Um, and, you know, you guys know I love Joe Burrow, but you know, that's, that's how I see it. So Mark, let's give them some good news. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, my prediction couldn't be, it's the polar opposite of yours. Okay. Good. Because I watched my money disappear from me in the charger game because I had already won on my cards, the morning games. I had the Bengals at, and I sit there and I watch the chargers screw me at my high stadium. And um, if you pressure Herbert, he, does if you think burrow does some stupid things herbert does some ridiculously stupid things under pressure and i think we i think we wreak some havoc on him this is not at sofi stadium this is in the jungle this team does not travel well uh especially going back east um i see our defense really wreaking some havoc on him no no, no. i've got it we're gonna give up some points yeah, this team has never had a home field advantage anyway so but we're going to but the chargers have not been a good team on the road. I mean, look at it. They had the Steelers down and they let them, they played the Steelers back into that game. When we were in Vegas that night, I could not believe that we were in, you know, I think, didn't that game go to overtime? I could not believe that they let the Steelers back into that game. They did that to themselves. The Steelers did not. Ben was given a short field on a block punt and some blunders. I see this game 31-17 Cincinnati. 
It's that simple. And I think we, I think we cause problems for Herbert. I think this team shows because they know that this is where I think the jet game may actually help us. They are not going to look past this game. This is the game they're going to, this is the game they're going to win. So, so are you, are you betting the under on this game? No. I'm going to bet the over, and I absolutely I have, I have the Bengals <laughs> money line. Seventeen. So yeah, but the over under is fifty. The over under is fifty. Right. Right. Well, you just quoted forty eight points. Right. Well, I'm telling you my scores. I understand, but I probably will still will. I'll probably tease the over. Is what I'll do. I like I mean, to maybe, tease maybe Pittsburgh forty one to thirty seven. You right. saw how Pittsburgh's offense looked against us. So. Um, you know what? And like I said, I, I probably will tease it, but I'm going to be all over Cincinnati on this game. There's no way I'm taking. If I truly believed your score, I would be teasing San Diego because San Diego, there we go. I got hey! one in. Hey! Yeah, I was so Go-ho! good at not doing it. But, <laughs> so, but uh, I do think that uh, I do think that we win this game, and I think we uh, I think we cause problems for Herbert. I really do. Well, Although as, I do as... think I do think both. The Chargers and the Bengals have their quarterbacks for the next decade. This is going to be one of those things where we're going back and forth, uh, for you know, sure. playing each other. I think this is, uh, you know, Kyler Murray, I throw in that group. I mean, there's that core quarterbacks that we're going to see battling with each other. And, and, and these are, uh, these are two of them. So, well, as, as, as always, I mean, of course, I, I desperately hope that my prediction is incorrect. Yeah. Um, I clearly would be, way more happy with your score than mine. Yep. Um, I, I don't want to be right on the score. I want the orange and black to win. Yes. So, oh, I, and I, I, I believe it's this week. I think our trouble, and we'll get into this on the preview, um, provided we win this game. Um, but I think, I think San Francisco is going to be more of a challenge than we, than we uh, anticipated. I really kind of had that one checked off as a, as a, as a win for us. And I think they're going to come in and, and part of that has to do with the coach and stuff, but we'll get into all that on the preview Absolutely. next week. So, all right. Well, uh, once again, Sam, tell them where they can find all your stuff. Absolutely. You can find me at buy and sell you on Twitter. I write for primetime sports talk, which is at talk primetime or primetime sports talk.com. Com. All right. Do well, not that. forget to subscribe to this channel. Turn on those notifications. No, put some right. comments down below. We want to hear what your score prediction is. And I want to hear some who days. So drop them in there. All right. There you go. And with that, I'm going to say who day, everybody. We'll be back with a recap right after the game. Take care. Who day?